Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? This be the G Shaw Cipher. This is you are tuned in right now to Underground Movers Podcast, where we interview anybody that's out there doing their thing on a daily basis. I told you we was coming up. Got something definitely special for you. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. You already know what it is. Underground Movers. Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? What up? Listen, you know I got somebody special on here. We've been doing a lot of things together. This, 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 this is my business partner. Y'all already know what it is, but I'm gonna introduce it the right way because it's it's, it's that serious. <laughs> For a very long time, this this lady has been uh has been grinding, putting in work on a daily basis for many years. You know what I'm saying? Um. And I need y'all to understand that, you know, she's got a story to tell, a lot of things to talk about, brands <laughs> that she's helped build, not just for herself, but for other people. So we're right. going to talk about all that. So Tampa Mystic is on the on the, on the screen with us, live underground movers. What's good, family? You dig? What's happening? It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, checking in, you know, right here on the Underground Movers podcast with my business partner, Shaw Cypher, The Grind Report. Um, you know, I'm the CEO of Industries Most Wanted Podcast. Y'all know that yeah, now. Yeah, That's yeah, new. Yeah, you have to know that by now. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, though. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, because like I'm always on the flip side of this. I, I'm always the one doing the interviews. It's rare that I actually get interviewed. And like you said, I got a story to tell. I got a lot to talk about. Right, right. And, you know, shout out to everybody that's been, you know, supporting. And we're going to take it back because it's very important for people to understand where you came from. They see you now. They see the grind you putting in. They, they know Thanks. you as the OG, but they don't understand where it came from. You know what I mean? So let's talk about where it all started. You know, I know the story, but we got to get it. They need to understand what's going on. Where did it all start for Tampa Mystic in the music business? So, um, uh, you know, let me, I'm going to take y'all way back. I don't even know that I'm, I'm over here, uh, sending out invites right now. So don't think I'm ignoring Um, (laughs) y'all. Um, what, uh, I'm going to take it all the way back. So give me just a second here to get this popping. Yeah, I'm hitting people up too. More people because you people we always they jumping in right now, tuning in. We all over the place. We in <laughs> Facebook, we YouTube it, we on Twitter, you know what I mean? So as they come in, we're gonna go ahead and and and, and put a comment up there. Let me know that y'all here so I can put that up there. Stop playing. No, nah, for man? real. Facts. So um, I'll take it all the way back because like like Shaw Saiva said, man, I'm like an OG in this, you know. I've been doing this a long time and um you know, I'm old enough to be a lot of y'all mama, you dig? Yeah. But um, going back to like early social media days, right? We had to um, we had to come up with social media handles, right? So right, right. way back in the day, I was a heavy, heavy user on AOL chat rooms. That was like really my first experience with like social media, I guess, was AOL chat rooms. You know, right. some of y'all probably don't even know what I'm talking about because <laughs> you're too young for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we had a room that that me and a few others were like, that was our room. It was uh, WF for BM, white female for black male. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like a dating type situation. It was just like, you know, all the white girls that dated black men. And, you know, of course, me being one of them, um, my social media handle back then was Tampa Mystic. Where that where that really came from is, you know, I'm from Tampa, as you guys know. Um, but uh, when I used to go out to the clubs when I was younger, my government name is Misty. But, you know, women never want to tell their real name, their real age, right. none of that stuff. So I used to tell people my name was Mystic just because it was close to Misty. So that that's where the Tampa Mystic came from. It don't have any real deep significance behind it, but it, it just has stuck with me over the years. So, um you know, fast forwarding. I've always been a lover of music. Um, my dad, you know, he reminds me of, you know, when I was little that, you know, anytime I, you know, as a baby, when I would cry, he would put his headphones and he's got pictures of me with these big old headphones on that the music would always like calm me down and stuff. So, you know, it's been in my soul since I was a baby, but, um, you know, how I really got started in a music business is my background is uh, outside sales and marketing. I did that for 
12 years with a company and um, I learned a lot from it, but I always knew that eventually I wanted to venture off and do my own thing. You know, I was a single mom. So I was like, I got to wait till my son is, you know, doing his thing. So, you know, uh, once he started, you know, getting towards the end of high school, getting prepped to go to the military is when I started really thinking about, you know, going heavy with, with this business. I had a friend of mine in Tampa. He goes by the name of DJ Short E because he was short, short E. His name was Eric, DJ Short E. Shout out to DJ Short E. I ain't talked to him yeah. in years, but Salute. he was the first one that really gave me an opportunity because he used to DJ at this at this club in Tampa called Whiskey Joe's. And earlier in the night, they have like a live reggae band. Yeah. And once they went off, um, he would uh, he would start DJing. And um, he asked me if I wanted to come in and start hosting. And I was like, I had never done that before. But the crazy thing was me and my friend Stephanie, we'd already started talking about trying to do some sort of like promotions and stuff because there was this little spot that we used to go to and hang out and they had a live, um, they had a DJ in there. It was like a restaurant bar and we're like, but they weren't getting much business. So Stephanie and I were talking about maybe we should see if we could start doing, pro you know, promotion for places like this. So right around the same time, uh, DJ Short E offered me to come in and host on his nights and I was like you know cool I can do that and I fell in love with it like our first event we did was right around Halloween time and I invited a couple artists out that I knew to perform and because I used to go to the open mics and stuff like that and um man I'll tell you like after that first night I knew that that was something I wanted to do for the rest of my life you know I was like this is this is what I love also too around that time um and I don't even know how I ran across Team Black Radio. Do you remember Team Black yeah, Radio? Yeah, I remember Team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So Team Black Radio was, uh, that's actually how I know Magasia. Shout out to my girl Magasia. I met her back then too. Um, Team Black Radio was on Blog Talk Radio. Right. And I think I may have knew one of the DJs who hosted on there or something. I honestly can't even remember, but um, I used to tune in all the time and they had a little chat room and stuff. Well, the owner of Team Black Radio had offered me my own little show and I was like shoot okay cool so Shaw Cypher knows that's that's yeah. where it all started for me right. however that same DJ DJ Short E was working with Desert Storm Radio shout out to Clue shout out to C shout out to Culture yeah. um, they invited me to come over there and I, I ended up spending almost three years every Sunday night doing a, a mix show and I went out and bought all my equipment I bought a DJ mixer and yeah, I myself, yeah. yeah, you know, and really just self-taught myself how to uh, start doing mix shows and things of that nature. Um, you know, and I still have a great relationship with them. Uh, but when I moved to Atlanta, I met Rich Black. Shout out to Rich Black. He's the owner of Highly Unique Radio. I met him because I had took an artist by the name of King Miz. You remember Miz, right? Miz, yeah, yeah. So I had took King Miz over there for an interview, and uh, Rich Black said he seen that I was coming through the, the studio that day. So he pulled up there, and he's like, hey, when you get done with the interview, come over here to my office. I want to holler at you. And he offered me, you know, to have my own show on Highly Unique Radio. And I ended up spending six years at Highly Unique Radio. Um, But, uh, you know, we'll talk more about where we're at right now, but also too, you know, the industry's most wanted brand. In fact, Shaw Saifa is the one that helped me come up with the name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we came up with that and um, I put out about 35 mixtapes under industry's most wanted. In fact, March of this year will be 10 years since I dropped the first. Can you believe it? Right, right. We dropped the first industry's most wanted mixtape 10 years ago. I went back on Dat Piff and looked because I couldn't really remember. So it's still up there on Dat Piff. And um so I was like, yo, it's it's been a it's been a, a blessing. So I've been in this business about 11 years. And um of course early on I met he's Kingpin to me. A lot of you guys know him as rap juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, that's my brother right there. Him and, and Bigger Rankin early on just wrapped their arms around me. Um, I really made their acquaintance at a at a Hood Magazine event. Me and one of my homegirls was there. Um, and uh, Kingpin was like, you know, man, I be seeing this is when Twitter was real heavy. He's like, I, I see you on Twitter, you know, team go hard. And, you you know, you always going hard. It's pre-Instagram days, right? And um, he's like, man, you know, you need to come come rock with us. You know, we got a team. We're working. And uh, Bigger Rankin called me one day. I guess Kingpin gave him my number and he called me and said, you know, we want you to be a part of the team. And I'll tell you, like, 
Man, it's been nonstop. There's so much more that I could tell you guys, but I keep you here all night. <laughs> no, 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 but you know what? That's dope. You know, because it, it really it really explains the origin behind, you know, the the something that you are passionate about doing today. Like, where, you know, where did that actually come from? So, you know, all it, it, it's amazing how it stemmed from, you know, the AOL piece to, right. to establishing the mystic into incorporating where you're from. You know, you know me, I talk about Brooklyn all the time. Yeah. So when people associate Shaw Cypher, they say, okay, that's Brooklyn. So when it's people associate, you know, Tampa mystic, whether you in Atlanta, North Carolina, where you at, they, they, they know where you from. So you represent, and then you transition, you, you started to, you, you went from the hosting portion of it, which, you know, fast forward and we're going to get into that. You still doing it. Right? right. Um, and I'm talking about events, not, not necessarily your, your podcast, um, but events. Correct. Um, and you've been doing it so long that, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta, I gotta give you your roses for that. <laughs> you know I mean, you got, you got, you got, you, you got to do it. You know what I mean? So, um, but like, talk about the, the, so you, you ran into Kingpin, bigger ranking calls you, you starting to get into the team bigger ranking uh uh DJ called the whole co uh, cool, cool running, running DJs coalition <laughs> like talk about because I, I know you might have got some uh, you know, potential opportunities for other DJ coalitions, but why was this the one that okay, this is the one I want to be a part of? You know, from early on when they didn't even really know me, they just like embraced me, you know, like wrapped their arms around me and showed me the way, like. Any of you guys that know Kingpin, again, I, I know him as Kingpin because I've known him for so long. You guys know him as as Rap Juggernaut because early on his social media was Street Kingpin. Then his account got hacked or something and he went to Rap Juggernaut. So, right, right. Um, man, he just, he really like showed me so much about this music business, the ins and outs of the do's and the don'ts. And, you know, I, I was like, that was a blessing because, you know, they didn't even really know me that well. And they just like really took me under their wing and Early on, too, I came to, to Georgia. I was still in Tampa. I came up to Atlanta to come to a fleet DJ music conference. And Kingpin and his whole crew came with me to make sure I was good. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, wow. You know, like it felt like they was really like my brothers. It was like home for me. So, you know, and, and I have respect for all the other coalition or the coalition DJs and the fleet DJs and everybody out there. But, you know, Cool Run is my home for sure. Right, right, right. Okay, so now you in Tampa, you going back and forth into to, to Atlanta, and Atlanta's not new for you. You've been traveling to Atlanta for years, you Since know, the nineties. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and and but eventually, you say, you know what? I'm gonna make Atlanta my home, and then yes. I, I'm gonna go there, and I'm a and I'm gonna do my thing and put my you know put my foot in the door and really and really turn up. So what 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 was the decision that said okay well Atlanta is a place I need to be where I need to move like what how do you come to that decision and then what what time frame did you move there? Well, to keep it all the way, G, I used to come to Atlanta back in the nineties for Freak Nick, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the people who got to really experience the real deal Freak Nick. I was here like ninety five and ninety six. I, I was here the last couple of years that it was going on because I had my son in ninety four. Um, prior to that, I was like 16, 17. So I wasn't really old enough to come, but I, I came up here and I remember we went to go visit one of our friends house, me and my homegirl, and they, he had a beautiful brick home. And I was like, we don't really have brick homes in Florida. So back then I said to myself, man, I'm going to live there one day. Like, I just loved the culture. Um, you know, I just, I loved everything about it. Of course, Freaknik was like a whole vibe, you know what I'm saying? Um, but fast forwarding why I decided to move here in 2013, October of 2013 to be exact was, um, you know, Bigger was the one that told me, he's like, you know, Tampa, you need to move up here. He's like, you're doing well in your city, but if you really want to elevate, you're going to have to come up here to Atlanta. Cause at that time, Kingpin had already moved up here because Kingpin used to live in Tampa. Uh, Bigger, we used to live in Jacksonville. He moved up to Atlanta. So like, Slick, all the people that were close to me in this music business all had came to Atlanta and they're like, you need to come up here. And I was cool with that because at the time I still had a, a nine to five and the company I was working for had a location up here in Lawrenceville, which is like just north of Atlanta. So I was able to, you know, transfer my job. It made sense. I was like, you know, so as soon as my son graduated high school, 
he left 30 days after graduation to go to the military, which was probably in like July. I moved here in October. I ain't waste no time. (laughs) I see that you jumped right on it. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, when that opportunity presents itself, you want to jump on it. Right. Right. Uh, And, and definitely take advantage of it. And since being in Atlanta, like you said, you know, you introduced us to the highly unique radio a little bit earlier. Um, you know, you've built industries most wanted, not only into uh, a brand for, you know, for interviewing and podcasts, but you also had your showcases. Correct. Streets most wanted. That's so, where it started in Atlanta right. for real. Right. So talk about the showcase portion of it. And, you know, people don't understand when you was doing these things, it was packing out. Like, Man, like so listen, talk, talk about that, 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 that experience. Most definitely. So when I first moved up here, like I probably spent my first couple months just really observing, like I was attending other events, taking an opportunity to meet people, just kind of seeing how everything moved. Cause I had been traveling back and forth up here, but I had never spent more than like maybe, you know, a week up here. Right. So I was like, now I'm living here. I know a few people, but I didn't know a lot. Like I, of course I knew, you know, my team, bigger ranking people and shout out Pete Brown. I knew Pete Brown. I had met her and uh, Blizzum with K100 Radio. I had already known him, but outside of that, I didn't really know anybody. So I was attending a lot of other events. Um, shout out to Schweinbeck. She was doing a lot of events at the time. So I was pulling up uh, to her events. Also, Grand Hustle had a uh, Hustle and Flow every month, a big showcase that they did. And uh, so I was attending that every month, you know, just kind of feeling the scene out. So right. I would say probably within six months of moving here is when I kicked off my showcase. And I did it every week. I did it every week up until maybe like a year and a half or so before the pandemic hit. Like I was, and then there was a point where I was doing it twice a week because the demand was there. Like, um, you know, there's, there's other people out here doing showcases, but you know, fortunately mine were very well attended. Um, you know, you guys, if you've ever watched my Instagram and stuff like that, you know, I've had people like, of course, Andre 3000 has come through, Drummer Boy used to come through, Hot Boy Turk, Rich Homie Quan, K Camp, uh, the list goes on. Like I've just, you know, my events have been very well attended. And, you know, and I think a lot of it comes with the fact that, you know, I'm very structured. I had a great team of people who was helping me at the time. And, um, you know, I was able to to put together a quality event. You know, I never overbooked. I never kept people there until three in the morning waiting to hit the stage. You know, I made sure everybody got on. Um, but I slowly kind of started getting away from it because I wanted to start doing other things, you know, and and of course in the midst of all that, I I lost my job. You know what I'm saying? Like they basically broomed me out of there because they found out I was doing all this other stuff in the music business. And they, in their mind were like, we don't need us no more. So I went from making like a hundred grand a year to not knowing where my next dollar was coming from. Right. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know? So I understand what it's like to, to go from making a lot of money to really not knowing where your next, little money's going to come in. Um, and it was a struggle, but fortunately, you know, I had the showcases going on. I was, you know, at that time I was doing some interviews, you know, uh, highly unique radio had really popped off for me and, you know, that kept me sustained. Um, but, uh, you know, I got to where I, I was, uh, you know, kind of getting burnt out with the showcase scene because I was doing it twice a week, you know, and I was doing an R and B showcase once a month. So it was just a lot being in the clubs, you know, you know, two nights a week and, um, you know, handling all these artists and I was handling the registration for everybody. And it just, it became a lot. So, um, you know, I backed away from it. Then right before the pandemic hit, I would say maybe the summer before pandemic hit bigger ranking who used to come and host with me a lot, you know, was like, Hey, let's start doing some showcases again. I said, okay, we'll do it once a month. I'm not doing the every week thing. So yeah. uh, we kicked back off with industries. Most wanted showcase once a month. And then 2020, the last one we did was in February because March got canceled because they literally shut all of Atlanta down. Right. So right, right, right. Um, the rest of 2020 and all of 2021, I didn't do any showcases up until December of 2021. Um, we did a holiday showcase and it was great, great turnout, great performances. Shout out to Joe Gifted. You know, he came out as our special guest performance and he, you know, really lit the night up. And uh, and as I mentioned earlier on, 10 year anniversary is coming up in March. So March 24th at 8 p.m. Crazy Atlanta. 
industry's most wanted, you know, 10 year anniversary. So I hope to see y'all there. <laughs> Definitely. But you know, what, what I want people to know too, is that industry most wanted is not the only brand right. you help develop. You, you have your own brand as well called mystics entertainment, you know, which is completely different from industry's most wanted. Um, I look at it as kind of like the, the house of, of everything else you got going on. Yeah. You see that, that Mr. Mystics entertainment right there. Mystics Entertainment. Talk about Mystics Entertainment. Then we'll get into the other stuff you got going on and all that. So we'll talk about Mystics Entertainment. Obviously, that's that's a, a integrated of your name, Mystic. Correct. But you know the development of that and what you do with that with Mystics Entertainment. So Mystics Entertainment, I officially uh, developed in 2012, same year uh, Industries Most Wanted came about, and I started it in Florida. So I had. Um, I had, I was actually doing it as a DBA at that time. I didn't really know a lot about doing LLCs and stuff, but it was registered with the state of Florida. Um, I basically did a DBA under my name, right? So, um, I was, you know, that's where we started doing the blogging services. We're doing promo right. services, social media promo, and it's, it's developed into, you know, a whole lot more now. Cause now I'm partnered, of course, you know, me and Shaw Saifa, the Grind Report Media Group, LLC, Mystics right. Entertainment, LLC, Industries Most Wanted, LLC, the Hype Media Group, LLC. I mean, it's just, the list goes on, you know? So, right. um, but Mystics Entertainment is basically kind of like the umbrella, like that's the parent company. And then everything else that falls up under that. So Mystics Entertainment, I do a lot of work with artists. I've managed artists and producers along the way under the Mystics Entertainment brand. So that's just kind of like the parent company for everything that I do, right. um, you know, and just a few things, just the name and Shaw Saif and I do a lot of the same things. You know, we do, of course, press releases, blogging. We've got the Grind Report magazine. We do DJ single servicing. We both do interviews. Like the list goes on. Like I don't, I can't even remember everything right now, but we do a lot. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and I want people to understand, you know, you can go to you can go to Tampa, hit up with through the Mystics Entertainment brand or the Grind Report. Yes. You know, and, and I'll tell you a little story about the Grind Report. You know, starting starting that was <laughs> um hard because at first it was we was just a bunch of artists trying to figure out what to do um and how to um really help other people um and then when when you know meeting uh tampa he was like you know what we need somebody that really you know has that that marketing know-how that really can can uh bring another perspective and then down the line it became just me and you right, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. As, as the owners, co-CEOs of the ground report. And like, you know, Tampa said, we do a lot of the same things. Um, you know, one, one thing I would say, and thank you for choosing the ground report for, you know, to be a partner with, cause of I'm course. pretty sure that you could have had, you know, other opportunities. People probably reached out. Hey, I want you to be a part of this team, that team, you know, so talk about, you know, how important it is. Was it for you to, to, you know, partner with, with me on the ground report um, and why you felt like that was the direction you wanted to go. You know, I think that, you know, just since early on, we met each other through social media right. and the fact that you and I were able to develop such a dynamic business relationship without having ever met each other. Right. That was so solid to me. Right. Cause there's people that you know in person and that you know your entire life and don't have that type of like, you know, chemistry with them in that business relationship. And we can talk to each other about, you know, like business and personal stuff. And right, right. you never had met. It was like years later at the Diamond Awards, right? That we met for right. the first time in person. I think it took about six years, I want to say. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like I was living in Delaware at the time. So I was right. nowhere near Atlanta or Florida. So now I'm in Florida, you know, I'm in Jacksonville. I get a chance to, you know, the, the drive is less. <laughs> um, so then we, yeah, we finally met at the Diamond Awards, which was dope, you know? Yes. Um, but, you know, we, you know, we started that brand in 2010. We took it further than that started in, I believe it was 2013. And we was a mixtape in a magazine when we first started, right? Like, right. We was Mag, you know, mixtapes and magazines and that, and we transitioned into an all out media service brand. So whatever you, whether you go through, you know, come through Tampa mystic or myself through the ground port or do mystics entertainment, you know, um, we, we make sure we get the job done, you know, Please what I mean? believe it. Sure that, you know, we take care of you. Um, 
talk about uh are you still doing a magic room like as a as a matter of fact i haven't done it in a while but let me just show y'all right here it's not lit up but there there's my magic room sign right there um I only took a step back from that because I really wanted to hone in on industry's most wanted. I was like, man, because last year I was like, I've had industry's most wanted for nine years and I just don't feel like it's where it needs to be. So before I start really diving into another podcast and trying to build that up, let me get this one where it needs to be. Once it is, and and honestly, you know, I'll tell you guys this here first. I haven't mentioned this outside of my immediate circle at all. Like one thing that I am looking to do is expanding industries most wanted in the um, fact of bringing maybe one or two other hosts on. So I won't necessarily be the only face of industries most wanted because I want to expand it, you know? So um, I've already got one person. I'm not going to mention who it is. That's I've been in the talks with about them having their own podcast under the industry's most wanted brand. So that's something that I'm looking to do. Once I can get that where it needs to be, then the magic room is, you know, I know you probably can't see it, but I got the banner back over there. That's definitely a brand that I want to build as well, because that's going to cater more to uh, entrepreneurs and business owners where industry's most wanted is I would say 95% artists, not by choice. That's just who happens to book with me the most. Right, right. One thing that you that we got into, especially, you know, you introduced me to as well as as, as radio. Yes. Right? The Hype 87.3 right. um, is a radio station that you've built. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we got artists on that, Power 107.6, The Truth. Man. Talk about, talk about, you know, when you decided to build the Hype, um, 87.3, like what was the thought process behind it? And what, what was, what's your goal when it comes to that brand? I you see you it. and you playing my song. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. 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 Look at that. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, you know, I decided to start that station because honestly I was motivated by other people that I seen that internet station, right. such as highly unique radio that I had been with for six years And I seen how lucrative it is, right? Because working with independent artists, I understood that as an independent artist, you cannot go straight to FM radio. It doesn't work like that for a couple of reasons. One, you got to have a major budget. Like I'm talking, you got to have thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to have a real radio campaign. So let me just say this real quickly for, you know, artists like Drake's and Lil Wayne's and Gucci's, please don't think that they just get free. They're, they're still investing money in the radio campaigns. You know, there's still a marketing budget for them. So one, as an independent artist, you can't just go call up to the radio station and say, hey, play my song. It's not going to work like that. You got to really have a buzz out here before they're going to even think about playing your song. Right. Um you know, and two, you know, for one, you ain't got the budget because ain't no most independent artists don't have twenty, thirty thousand dollars laying around for just radio. And right. two, it, they won't play you if nobody knows you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're an independent artist, you want to get radio play, but your local FM station is not going to play you. So um, that's where we decided to do Internet radio. We're like, let's provide a place for these independent artists to get their music heard right. and do interviews on. And um, so, you know. Along the way, we've both taken our stations to officially reporting with Digital Radio Tracker. You know, shout out to to Michael over there at the Digital Radio Tracker. So we're able to um, post these reports every week, so you guys can see how many spins you got. And these artists love that because it's leverage for them. Right. Um, right both right. stations are now fully licensed with ASCAP BMI's on the way. Yo. Um, so you know, the radio stations, you know, were just really developed honestly to help the artists it was just another service that we could provide to these independent artists in another platform to get their music heard that's dope listen i see a lot of you know a couple of people that people keep coming in and jumping in from different different platforms listen just put a comment in there let me let me know you here that way i can put it up so tampa can see you right know i'll let um, you girl man you know what i mean <laughs> um but yeah you know um you got a lot going on you know, you got yeah. you got uh, uh industry's most wanted, Mr. C T, the ground port, hype 87.3. Um, what else would you want to get into? You know, um, I'll tell you, I'll so I'll tell you um 
a take let me take it back to like 2019 so in 2019 shout out to t peaches that's my sis right there um I had told her that, uh, you know, after, you know, kind of winding down with the showcases and I was still doing interview, I just, I wanted to dive into something else. So I told T Peaches, you know, she, I tell her a lot of stuff, you know, about what I want to move business-wise. Same thing I do with you, Shaw Cypher. Right, and right. Um, I told her film might be an interest for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I've always, you know, like taking photos and I like doing videos and I'm like, you know, film may be an interest for me. I text this to her, right? So she literally said, oh my God, can I call you? So she called me and said, we're getting ready to, you know, her and shout out Pastor John and co-pastor Tariq Elmore. I love them. I love you guys. Um, they had art studios that they were, you know, thinking about opening. And she's like, I already talked to them about, you know, you being one of the studio executives because I was the only one there who had radio experience. They all had film and recording and engineering, but nobody had radio experience. So they brought me in. Um, so, you know, that that was all coming to fruition. And, and I'm like a believer in, you know, if you want something, you got to throw it out there in the atmosphere. And if it's, if it's right for you, God's going to make it happen. When, when God tells you to move, you got to move. Right, right. You right. know, and, uh, you know, so now I'm just like, you know, I knew it was the right move because we just had a meeting today. The meeting that should have been an hour ended up being like four and a half hours because when we all get together, it's just love. And we we all took a field trip to the pet store and bought new fish for our fish. Okay, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. It was so dope. But yeah, so like film is definitely an interest for me. Um, I have since went out and bought my own camera. So now I can video all my interviews because right. you know I, I have a lot of great videographers but they're busy and i get that you know what i'm saying they're shooting right. videos and they're editing so it's like to get any video person to be there with me all the time it's impossible it's, it's just not possible so i said you know what i'm gonna do this myself so i went and bought my own camera in fact which what i'm on right now my sony camera yeah. and um I started recording all my own interviews. I taught myself how to edit. I'm not major with the edit, but I can do a little transitions, intros, outros, and all that stuff. And um, so that's something that I, I wouldn't mind taking a little bit further. You know, at some point, I you've seen, I shot a couple of videos for Dave, and they turned out pretty dope, I think. Yeah, so definitely yeah. shot out dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, these, these, these cameras, even these phones are getting to a point where you can do videos and stuff. You can pay on phones and 4k on 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 you know cameras things like that so what you know we, we you got the film going you got the brands going um you know anything else that you that you want to tell the people um that that's going on with tampa that that you you want them to look forward to that you got coming up or um anything else out there that you want to say yeah something else um that that you know shout out to um I, I landed an opportunity. And again, I told you, I, I'm really big on if you want something, you got to throw it out there because a closed mouth does not get fed, right? right. Um, you have to claim opportunities. You have to go find opportunities and you have to create opportunities. I don't remember the last time an opportunity came and knocked on my front door, right? right that right. just don't happen. So we have to create them. So last year, 2021, I I... I put my shot out there to 99.1 FM, which is one of the FM stations here in Atlanta. Right. And, um, shout out to everybody checking in. I see you guys. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I sent an email right to 99.1 FM. And I basically kind of said, sent them like my bio and my, my resume and, um, of what I've done in the radio world. And they called me like within 48 hours after I sent it to them and say, Hey, can we set up a meeting? And they offered me my own show like on the spot. And I initially just wanted to do one day a week, but they said, we went and checked out your work. We checked out some of your interviews on YouTube. We really like what you're doing. We don't have any other shows like what you're doing. Right. We would love to have you every Saturday and Sunday from eight to 10. And so the deal was sealed with that, you know, so you guys can catch me on 99.1 FM every Saturday and Sunday, eight to 10 out here in Atlanta. But with that being said, the company that owns 99.1 FM is um, the Hype, what is it? Hype Media Global. Hype Media Global. So they not only do they own the radio station, but they also own a film production company. Right. So there's a new film that just came out. Um, forgive me. I don't remember what it's called at this second. But um, they uh, 
had me do voiceovers for it. Oh, that's dope. With, with Industry's yeah. Most Wanted Podcast. So I got to have my brand, Industry's Most Wanted Podcast. So basically what it is, there's a scene in the movie where the lady's driving in the car and she's tuned in and listening to my podcast. And I had to, yeah, so they sent me a script and I, and they let me kind of make it my own. I didn't have to follow the script verbatim. I got to make it my own. Um, right. So I got two parts in the film, you know, speaking only, but it's cool because it's, you know, my podcast, my brand. Um, they allowed me to use my radio drops and everything. So yeah. I was like that. And they put me in the credits when the credits roll on the movie. So I was like, okay, so, you know, guys talking to me here, little things are happening. Um, things happening. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited about that. So, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, having more opportunities like that. Um, another thing I got coming up, I recently did uh, the official media coverage for the BMF event. I know all you guys are familiar with BMF. Um, they had an event here in Atlanta and I got booked to do the media coverage, which was amazing because I set up with my banners and my mic and had shot for shot was there with the camera. And I don't even know how many interviews I did that night. I just knew it was a lot. Like yeah. as soon as one got up, another one was sitting down. Um, but they invited me back. They got another event coming up at the end of this month, which is um, hosted by Lil Meech, Big Meech's son. And I'll be providing the media coverage for that as well. Under Industries Most Wanted, streaming live on the Hype 87.3. So, um, you know, definitely excited about that. That's yeah. what it is. That's yeah. What, like, you know, big things popping. You know, you got to <laughs> say congratulations on all the all all the work, the hard work, all the all the blessings that you're getting, um, you know, moving forward. And, and what there's a lot more coming. You know what I mean? So Thanks. definitely, you know, shout out, shout out to everybody that's been supporting you, supporting the brands that you got going on. Um, it's very important. Listen, you know, she said nine, 99.1 FM, right? So you know what that means, artists, when you want to send your songs, you need the clean versions. Stop sending them dirty versions and thinking that's going to get played. That's not the case. You no. Need clean versions. A lot of y'all out there just do the dirty versions and don't do a clean version. And you got to go back to the studio, book more time. You might as well just get everything done right then and there and get your show version too. Stop playing with that. But yeah, yeah. like, I no, you're right. While your engineer is in there mixing and mastering your song, go ahead. And if you do have profanity inside your song, have them go ahead and knock out the clean version right then and there. So you don't have to go back and do it. You don't ever want to have to get ready. You want to stay ready. Right, right, right. Any other tips that you want to give to anybody, whether it be an artist, whether it be someone trying to develop a brand, anything out there that you that you was like, you know what? I want to make sure that I did. I, I wish I did that in the past that you want to let the people know they should be doing now. You know, one thing that I it happens to me a lot and any of you guys that know me that I'm so big on, like just common courtesy, like. Right. I love building relationships with people, you know, and I think a lot of that comes, it was instilled from my family because I have a very loving family. You know, my family's always been very close, but also, you know, with my previous job of 12 years, I, like I said, I did outsides and sales and marketing. So I had to really learn how to like, you know, when I, when I want to do business with somebody, I introduce myself, Hey, how you doing? You know, whether it be in music, I'm Tampa mystic, or if it's on the other, I'm introduced my government name you know, making them proper introductions because jumping in my DM and just dumping a link in there. And I posted this on my story the other day. Yeah. If, you, if, if I don't know you and you just dump a link in my DM, I consider that as spam. You didn't take the time to say, Hey, how you doing? My name is Joe Blow. And this is my new song. If you get an opportunity, check it out. Like introduce yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like speak to me. I'm a human. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, don't just throw stuff at me because I consider that as being rude. So, and, and I, I know, cause I had this, if y'all, if y'all got caught the interview I did with boom man on my IG live the other night, he and I talked about that and he was in total agreement with me. You know, it's like that common courtesy and building those relationships go a long way. And, um, he mentioned that too, cause he did a video with Gucci like 10 years ago. And guess what? He was able to circle back around 10 years later and get his artist Fujiano signed up under 1017 because he built the relationship the proper way out right. the gate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's my, one of my biggest pieces of advice to my artist, man, is build relationships with people. Because once you burn a bridge with somebody, I promise you them and anybody they know ain't ever going to mess with you again. Um, right, that's a fact. 
course, you know, this could go into a whole nother show. So I'll make it short and sweet. Get your music business together. Make sure you got your publishing together. Um, when you send us your music, please make sure it's properly labeled. Please make, if you send me a song and it's not properly labeled, I am not responsible for it not reporting properly or it not displaying properly because you sent it to me wrong. So it takes you two seconds from your computer. You right mouse click artist name dash song title. And then you should even go into the properties and label it there as well. So little things like that, man, just makes you look and sound more professional. So Get you a good engineer. Make sure you guys are getting your song mixed and mastered properly. All that stuff matters. Um, you know that's probably really about it for now because otherwise this will turn into a whole nother show. No, <laughs> no, but you, but you right though. You know we get a lot of music and it says you know track one master, you know, or you know track this, you know clean version. Um, and you know obviously we need the clean versions. You know, nah, for real. But at the same time, you know, we don't even a lot of times the artist name is not on there. Now we got to figure out, OK, which artist is this for um, and the song name. Right. Like, right. you know, make sure you send the correct song name, uh, <laughs> especially if you plan on changing the name. You're right. Like you change the name or for whatever reason. I've had that a couple of times. Yo, I changed yes. the name or you didn't tell me. So All right. Recording on the old name. Right. So nothing to do with that. That's that's so. If you you label it before you send it, that way when we upload it, it's uploaded correctly. It reports correctly. Absolutely. Um, shout out to uh, Heart of the Pen. I see you checking in. Um, I think you said that you knew. Yeah, Los Lauren. Shout out to Los Lauren. Yeah. That's my dog, man. Um, Los Lauren. Just give me give him a quick shout out. Uh, he came to Atlanta and interview with me and he liked our podcast area so much. He came back and shot a music video in our podcast room and I starred in it, which was really dope. And we've since done a follow up interview. Um, so, yeah, big shout out to, to Los Lauren. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he's, on the, he's on the issues. Issue 73 of the ground. Report. He sure is. He's on the cover. And listen, it's artists like that, man. And it's not even about the fact that, you know, he's, he spent money in a couple different ways with us. He's just a solid dude. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like he does good business. He's professional. He's nice. You know what I'm saying? All that I'm telling you, cause I say it all the time and I'll never stop saying it. Relationships will put you in places that money cannot. Yeah, exactly. Period. Like there's, if you walk up to me and you are an a-hole, but and you got a bag of money, you in, in your a-hole attitude can take a hike because I don't want nothing to do with it. But if you ain't really got much money, but you got a great attitude, you're ready to work, you know, you're polite. I'll be like, okay, cool. Let's get to work and we'll figure out ways we can get money together. Right, right. And that's a fact. So shout out to everybody that's been tuning in. I see people in here. We on YouTube. We on Facebook. We on Twitter. Holla at your boy. Listen. Um, y'all want to get a hold of Tampa Mystic? Tell them, you know, a lot of people know, but there's people who don't, they still need to catch up, you know what I mean? Right. So let them know how to get to you. You know, all my social platforms, I got a social platform for all my brands. Of course, Tampa Mystic, I've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, uh, Snapchat, which I don't really use, but any tampamystic.com. We got a website for all of our brands as well. Right, right, so right. Tampa Mystic across the board. Um, same thing with Mystics Entertainment. I made it short. It's Mystic CNT on all social platforms. MysticCNT.com. Industries Most Wanted, and that's Industries with an I E S. You guys can see it back there. There, I yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We see, it, we see the it. yeah. We see it clear. We see it clear. You good? You good? industriesmostwanted.com industries most wanted youtube channel make sure you guys go subscribe to that follow on instagram at industries most wanted on facebook um yeah just keep up with the movement man if you guys are looking to book an interview with me i'm gonna keep it all the way g i currently have like 30 plus interviews booked for january i don't play i ain't, I ain't playing no games with y'all um so i am now starting to book into february because i don't be trying to overdo it because i interview is not the only thing excuse me not the only thing that i do so right. um you guys want to book an interview with me i do offer various interviews i do the in-person interviews at arc studios i do the virtual interviews like what shaw Seif and i are doing right now on on the underground movers podcast and of course we do the classic phone interviews if you guys don't want to show your face that's cool we do a phone interview too right 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 
dope. Listen, is also if you if you want to tune in to Industries Most Wanted or Underground Movers podcast, we just dropped the official Ground Report app. Um, yes, for mobile for for matter of fact, like I keep telling people, we bring <laughs> the brand to your to your mobile to your mobile app, right? We bring it right. right to your phone. So um, whether you got an iPhone or a Google, you know, Android, whatever it is, search the Ground Report uh, Media Group. Got that right there. And then you'll be able to either listen to Industries Most Wanted, Underground Movers, tune in in the Hype 87.3. You'll be able to tune in to Power 107.6. You can learn about Shaw Cypher. You can learn about Tampa Mystic individually, or you can learn about the Ground Report brand. The latest magazine that's out, issue 74, which is the last issue of 2021. So shout out to Mari Base One. Mari Base you know, One, what's happening? We got some surprises on the app too, because people were on there grinding, and we want to let you know, make sure we highlight them. So, and again, if you want to get interviews, whether by Tampa Mystic or myself, you can you can find out how how to do that there, and then get in contact with us to make that happen. So we try to make it we try to make it easy for you to get in contact with us. Absolutely, Just you contact us, and we'll make sure we take care of you. You right. Know? And just to make it all the way clear, like, you know, if anybody tuned in late, we interview anybody that's on the grind, not just musicians. It doesn't have to be just an artist. It could be a small business owner. It could be someone that owns a barbershop. It could be I, I interviewed my girl, Lorraine, who just launched her her uh, Butterbrims hat brand, um, you know models djs producers the list goes on so you on your grind like you know let us let us report it whether it's through like you said the, the magazine or on one of our podcasts because right now in 2022 one of the biggest things going is podcast like so many people are converting into doing podcasting especially during the pandemic and it's not going nowhere it's only going to get bigger right 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 so make sure y'all y'all tune in um y'all get with us you know we'll make sure you're taken care of um, and we gonna keep grinding. Any shout outs that you want to give to anybody out there, Tampa? <laughs> it's so oh, you got him. shout out Dave Skills. I know you tuning in, my G. Shout out Dave Skills. Shout out to my babe, Dave Skills. Um, yeah. I'll make sure he just dropped his newest single called Grind OD. Um, it released at midnight uh last night coming into this morning. So great record. Um, you know, I got the clean and dirty. You know, if you guys, any of the DJs might need the service pack. Um, of course, it's in rotation on the on the radio stations. Um, you know, and he's a dope engineer too. level up sounds. If you guys need your mixing and mastering done, you know, holla at, at Dave skills with a Z on all social media, or it's level up sound underscore on social media. Of course, shout out to Shaw Cypher, man. Like, I don't think that I could be doing what I'm doing without you, bro. Like, this is like at least a decade running, right. That we've been working together. Um, you know, so I'm grateful, like anything that I do or he does, we always consult with each other. You know, every time we consult right. with each other on business moves and, you know, we always find a, a way to agree on everything. So definitely shout out to you. Um, you know, shout out to my whole Arc Studios family. Shout out to, you know, anybody who's ever interviewed with me, um, supporting the movement. You know, I don't want to leave anybody out. So just, you know, course my family anybody that has shown love or that supports the movement man shout out to all you guys um shout out to uh heart of the pen for checking in man appreciate you for tapping in that, that's love right there so you know just shout out to anybody out there on the grind all right we well, already know what it is underground movers industries most wanted the ground report mystic cat man we got so many brands and and, and just to let you know, we got a website for all of them. So whether you come directly to one spot to get to them or you go to them individually, you always know how to get to them, you know? I, I want to plug one more thing in real quick if I yeah, can. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I recently, let me see if you guys can see this, if I can get it to, to focus or not. Come on now. It's the Gramco. So this is a pre-roll. So for you guys who um, may be 420 friendly, Look into what's called Delta 8. Delta 8 is um, a legalized version. There is THC in here, but they sell it legally now because it's a, a smaller amount. So for people like me who I'm a very recreate, like a, a light recreational user, I use it to go to sleep at night. So um, anyways, I, I recently connected with the owners of Gramco because they're from Florida. They got the edibles. They got the pre-rolls. Um, you can buy like the, the little packs like this right here. And um, 
you know, it's a booming business and I'm going to be interviewing them sh on my show soon. So I just wanted to give them some love and some shine because if you guys aren't familiar, I'm trying to open this pack up so you guys can see it. I wish you could smell it. I wish y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it focused in. Yeah. I mean, it's the real deal. So if you guys aren't familiar with Delta 8, go check it out because they got the gummies and they got, you know, they got uh, the pre-rolls and all that stuff. But I'll be doing an interview with the owner soon. And I'm really excited about it because this is something I've been interested in for a while. So I just want to plug that in. Um, you know, they got the wake and bake coffee. I had to, you know, throw that in there real quick. So gramco.com, make sure you go check them out. <laughs> Anybody grinding, no matter what it is, we trying to report it and talk about it and do what it is. So come through us. Let's make that happen. Shout out to them. You know what I mean? Make sure we tune into that, too. But I got to say one there. more thing. I forgot that, that. You, we do video reviews. Yes. Why so we, it, how we forgot that? So you know what I mean? Because so, we do so much. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, if you are an artist who has a new single, a new video, preferably singles and videos is what we like to stick to because albums would take too long. Right. But if you got a new single or new video, um, we review it in this platform, this type of format right here. Right. We can even show your video on this platform that we're using. Right. So right. Um, it's always better to have someone else talking about your stuff. You know, it's cool for you to talk about it, but let us talk about it. Let us do the official review. If you go to Industries Most Wanted Instagram, you'll see a few of the reviews that we've done. So that's something Shaw Saif and I do together. Right, right. Definitely. That's the stop playing. Stop send playing. Music, send your music. Let us talk about it. Get review. Show your people. And then we ended up putting it on, on podcast networks anyway. Right. Right. So you get a chance to hear it on, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, all that good stuff, too. You know, so we, we, we try to take it to another level. Oh, for real. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Heart of the pen. There's some other people that tune in and labeled as Facebook user. Whoever that was, salute to you. I appreciate you <laughs> um, for tuning in. I see some other people that was tuning in. Yeah, I didn't put any comments, but it's cool. I know you was there. Oh, I appreciate real. you in the time that you took to spend with us. Because you didn't have to do that. You could have been doing whatever you was doing before you tune in to Underground Movers. So you already know what it is. Shaw Cypher, Tampa Mystic, so many brands. Holla at your people. You already know what it is. Let's go. Let's go.